my name is John and my name is John and we ain't turning right all podcast long whoa we're going left and straight whoa the podcast is great whoa cruising around LA picking up friends on the way hey 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 well John is my friend, and now you are my friend, and we're doing it up, and then we do it all again. Whoa, two Johns don't make a right. How's it going? It's uh, two Johns don't make a right. We're about to make our first left. Steve was asking where a mutual friend lives. That friend lives where that porta potty is. Oh, okay. Oh, they're doing some construction, so they got one of those porta potty, the Andy Gumps. Yeah, there's another one. This whole neighborhood. Is just those old. are great if you're going on like a hike through a neighborhood and you also have to go to the bathroom. Oh my God, one came. We used to go on walks at work in uh, in Burbank, the Magnolia District, and I was walking with a bunch of uh, my fun friend uh, from work who happened to be the female, and I was just about to shit my pants. There happened to be a porta potty that was unlocked and it saved my life. Wow. Anyway. That's cool. Podcast time. I love the the shit in those and all the mix of diapers and, and paper <laughs> and piss and shit and blood and everything else. It makes a smell that's unlike anything else. Truly. Speaking of, two Johns don't make a right. We've made two left so far and we have a guest today. We have a guest. Steve, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, today we've got Steve Agee on the podcast. Steve Agee, who can most recently be seen in Warner Brothers, DC's The Suicide Squad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good job in The Suicide Squad. Thanks, man. It was a lot and of fun. And it's a great movie. Yeah, it was awesome. It turned out really good. Yeah, it's insane. I loved it. I hope we can do another. Suicide Squad 3. Steve, have you already, like, exhausted how you know James Gunn on other podcasts? Not really. Well, let's hear it. Did you guys date? (laughs) We were married. Uh, I had a friend, this was probably about 11 years ago, 11 or 12 years ago, I had a a friend, Shawnee Smith, who's an actress, and she was doing a, a reality show with James Gunn on VH1, I think it was. It was called Scream Queens where they were looking for the next, like, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, horror actress. Yeah. I think that's technically still straight. It is, but I want to go over it with you guys. We're definitely going straight. There's a... It's a roundabout. It just happens to be... If the road go... We've discovered if the road goes to the right and happens to be a Y, like, and you just have to go right-ish, you're not turning right. Like, you're not making a signalable turn. Correct. Right. Uh, So... Shawnee was doing this show, hosting the show with James, and she called me one day and said, I, I'm going to this, like, wine and cheese dinner thing at James Gunn's brother's house. Do you want to go? Because she didn't know anybody else. And I went, and James and I just hit it off immediately. And he's like, we do this every Sunday. Come by whenever you want. Shawnee never once went back, and I went back every single Sunday. Wow. And that's wow. how that's how I met Also, her. I'll go ahead and say his brother's name is Sean, and I know that from Felicity. Sean Gunn, yeah. Sean Gunn, and he's in the credits of Suicide Squad. Who did he play? He played Weasel. Oh, that's my favorite character. (laughs) Disgusting. He did the motion capture for Weasel, that disgusting 
man. Mongrel. Weasel cracked me up. I love that there's just a crazy, unexplained weasel man. <laughs> it's so gross. He doesn't even have underwear on. Like he's No, it's naked. literally just like a dog walking on its hind feet. I'm embarrassed to say I haven't seen it yet, but I have a new baby at home, so I don't get to do anything. Oh, it is on HBO Max, John. Yeah, you've had a lot you of watch it now. You could have. Uh, I mean, your good your good buddy Steve's in it. I know. I love and I love that Steve uh, <laughs> is finding uh, a lot of roles lately. All these he tents. And, uh, Look at all these tents. They're making me tense. <laughs> By the way, this is nothing. They cleaned this up not too long ago. Is that true? Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. I go two weeks ago there was nothing there. Rough stuff. For those listening, we were on, we are on Gower in Hollywood. Gower in Hollywood. We're, Bronson. We're Bronson. To, oh yeah, yeah, Bronson. We're about to pass Gower Gulch, the rootinest, tootinest Rite Aid <laughs> uh, in uh, in America. John Schrader, do you remember we were driving in this car once, and you always used to keep in the cup holder, a whole ton of those little exploding, what do you call those, poppers? Well, they were called Sprite Bombs. They're not the white ones that we all grew up with. Those are just kind of weak. These ones I found were called Sprite Bombs, and they were just little, like, they looked like the size of BBs, and they were basically made of gunpowder, and they would have a loud pop and a bright spark. Yeah, you throw them wow. at something, and when they hit it, they explode and make a loud pop. Wait, the, the twisted paper one? Yes. No, yeah. no, it's, it's, it's a step up from that. It's in the same family, but imagine just, like, that um, times five. Right. So John, Tall John used to keep those in the couple there, and he would just <laughs> throw them at people when he... He was driving down the street. Well, not people. Wow. Was usually, like, my favorite target was male joggers. That's a person, dude. Yeah. That is a people. But, I mean, it wasn't, like, I had some standards. But I, the instance I'm referring to is we were driving somewhere downtown, and you went to reach into the cup holder to grab one, and the whole bag exploded. <laughs> yeah. That's true, because if they touch each other, when you buy them, they're separated like um, with, with plastic, so yeah, so yeah with, with friction they all implode each other. So yeah, the whole thing went, and I probably screamed. If I wow, it was amazing. I've never heard of those. They sound like they were banned or something. Well, no, Are they still I mean, around? yeah, they're, they're a very very low rent. I mean, it's just like a cap. Yeah, but not even as loud as a cap. Yeah, there was a kid on my bus going to middle school. This kid Ryan Kathy, and he used to make bombs by putting black powder into big pens wow. and like uh, epoxying it together and making this piece of dynamite with a big pen and lighting it and he used to throw them out the window of our bus and they would explode and they would be so intensely loud <laughs> it was like a pipe a small pipe bomb like no they kidding, were very man. he'd like take yeah. a long time to make them and be like i got a bomb and he would throw it out the window and he got in huge trouble i think he got kicked out of school or something for it wow. but uh Dumb kid. Well, I hope he's crafty. grown the way I have and he stopped doing that. I have a yeah. friend who told me, and I've been wanting to try this, but I don't know if we should mention this because it is, we are telling your listeners how to build explosives, but yeah, don't do he it. said he, you, you can erase this if you have to, he would take the Gerber's baby food jars, the little ones, empty them out, and then rinse them out so there was no more baby food in them, and then... Uh, let it dry or whatever, and then he would collect matchbooks, 
and he would cut the heads off the matchbooks, like the parts that light, yeah. parts that you strike. He would cut the heads off and put them inside these jars and fill the jars with matchbook heads or match heads. Wow. And then he, he would separately drill one small hole in the lid of the baby food jar and put a wick in it and then screw it back on. And he said, if you, you, you could light those and the glass jar would explode and it was, he Jesus. said it was the most in, incredible explosion ever. Wow, this guy was made for TikTok. <laughs> right, that's all TikTok is. First left. We've been going straight this whole time. Yeah, we're now uh, making a left right at the Hollywood Cemetery. Yeah. Um, and the Auto Zone that's right by it. You know what I do now, Steve? Um, a friend of mine, Brian Seabury, he's like head of development at CBS. Yeah. <clears throat> sent me these things that he thought I'd be interested in, and he was right. They're uh, valve stem caps that are shaped like the male penis. So, Do you have those on your car right now? No, they're not on my car, but I have them to put on people's cars who like... Oh, People no. who like park wow. in a handicapped spot who aren't handicapped or someone who might have cut you off and then... Park. Wait, do you have them with you now? There should be some in here oh, somewhere. Oh, my God. Wait, so they're little dicks that you put on people's cars? Yeah. And, That's and you wouldn't notice them. They're, I may have... I have some at home. Oh, I have one here. I found one. Yeah, there you go. Where do you put it? It's the valve stem. It's the like you know when where you, you put, put air, air in your car. In your car you, oh, that's the cap. Wow. <laughs> so it, it is a little more stealthy. It's they less might aggressive. not even find it. Well, that's the beauty of it. I put some on my friend's car at a fantasy football draft, and he did not notice for a year. You can I, stick it on someone's antenna. Definitely. Yeah. I always just key their car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. They notice it sooner than a dick on their fucking <laughs> valve stem. <laughs> I once had a guy, I was like parking in a spot and I guess I took this guy's spot. I wasn't even paying attention. I took this guy's spot and he got out of the car ready to fight me. He was like, yo dude, what the fuck is your problem? And his girlfriend comes out and starts crying and she goes, no, don't do it. I was like, oh my God. Not again. And then it ended because she was like, don't do it, don't do it. I was like, oh my God, I almost got my ass pummeled. I would have booked it. Um, Steve, I was perusing your Twitter before this. this. This is what I do. I peruse both of your Twitters. That's the research sure. I do for these. Sure. Cool. I remember seeing something on Steve's Twitter like a week ago. I'm like, oh, I'll bring that up during the podcast. And then I couldn't find it. I delete a lot. You deleted something interesting. And I can't if it doesn't get many likes, I just delete it. I also like to keep my Twitter timeline under 200 tweets. Oh. Why is that? I don't know. but it. I deleted all my... Tweets from the past in like 2018. Oh yeah, I went and, and deleted all my Trump hate tweets. It oh, was yeah? embarrassing. Yeah, I, my boss kind of asked me to pump the brakes on it. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't ask for much. I might as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. Not that he supports Trump. He's just like, come on, man, what are you doing? Right, right. Um, but Steve, on your Twitter, I remembered because it's still there because you deleted a lot it's up on your timeline yeah the picture of the sign i put in my old yard oh yeah that yeah earned me like 25 percent more followers yeah that that thing got like twenty thousand light 20 or thirty thousand light i was, was shocked sign? well we were at brunch back in 2008 i would say because i had just moved into that house yep and steve was renting a place a room from ken marino across the way and he said, oh, I can see, when I go for walks in my new neighborhood, I can see your new yard. 
And I was like, oh, send me a picture of that. I'd like to see what it looks like from up there. And then after brunch, I just like went straight to Home Depot and got a tarp and some orange spray paint and wrote, Steve AG sucks. <laughs> and Literally the same. Like, I hadn't even gotten wow. home yet. And I was driving up the hill and John texted me. He's like, hey, can you take a picture of my yard? And I was like, sure. And, and it was S-U-X, so it was playful, not yeah, aggressive. Yeah. But, like, there it was. I'm, like, up on the top of Beechwood Canyon looking down in John's backyard in a big old sign that says, Steve Agee sucks. And, and it rained, so I left it up there for, like, two weeks thinking, oh, you can only see it from way up there. But then I walked across the street and realized you can just see it from across the street. And uh, I wondered you should my have neighbors were worried. You should Did you ever get him back or anything? No, I can't. I can't. Steve doesn't care. Hey, take a picture of my yard. I love you, John. <laughs> Kill me with kindness. Kill him with kindness, baby. Wow. Good prank. You know, it's not good, but it was just timely. You should have left it there for when you moved out for the new people. Like, like just put it back like up. Spray glued it on. Yeah. Have you watched Yellow Jackets? What's Yellow Jackets? It's this new show on Showtime with... Uh, uh, Melanie Linsky, uh, Juliette Lewis. It's oh, really, it's man. really good. By the way, I'm afraid that's going to sound like an edit because there was a lull, and then Steve pointed to a billboard for Yellow Jackets. So it, it is all organic. Yeah, this yeah is we all... were just Steve didn't have Yellow Jackets on you know the tip of his tongue. Steve, no, Steve is not paid for by Big Yellow Jackets. By Big Showtime. No. Oh yeah, have you seen this? Yeah, it's really yeah. interesting. It's anyway. really good. Hashtag ad. What did you say? <laughs> Hashtag ad. Sorry, man. Doing ads on your podcast. That's the future, you know? That's the future. That's the present. It is the present. I think we all have several friends who have received very nice free things for posting them and hashtagging them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I think it's great. Yep. Hey, we're think... st- oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, we're still going straight. We're, uh... We've just made a handful Santa of Santa Monica, yeah. Every time Dan Aykroyd's on a podcast, like, they have to actively promote his Crystal Skull vodka. Oh, uh, is that right? Yeah. And the, like, and the one... I got this vodka. And the one remaining House of Blues. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's probably more than one. That's when I felt old, because I remember being excited when they built the one here in Los Angeles. Yeah, me too. I, I had a friend who worked there, and I was, like, close to getting a job there. I'm like, well, this would be a good job for a 24-year-old. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I didn't get it, but I still went there plenty of times. And now I'm old enough to where they've torn it down and it's a hotel. And it's just weird to live somewhere long enough to have something, like that sort of establishment come and go. To say nothing of Planet Hollywood. To say nothing of Planet, or Blockbuster. Yeah. Blockbuster was the most legit, like, I'm actually surprised at how legitimate House of Blues was. Like, a lot of bands, it was just like a regular thing to play House of Blues. Yeah. And I that was Dan Aykroyd? Was that Dan Aykroyd? I didn't know it was Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. I think he was a co-owner. Solange you saw at House of Blues? Yeah, a bunch of us from work went. It was fun. Nice. I saw Doc in there. Social <laughs> Distortion. I think I saw Mastodon in a House of Blues. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, that'd be great. They're good. They're good. I'm a fan. I think I saw the Lemonheads there. Dando? Dan, Dando. Evan, Evan Dando. Late period Dando. Still a fan. Evando? I'm a fando of Dando. <laughs> I'm That's a fan, though. What they call him. 
I've been to Linoleum City here, by the way. We're passing Linoleum City. Oh, Linoleum yeah? Linoleum City on the left, and we got Mich Michelle's Donut House on the right. Just Clearly an old Winchell's. They flipped the W upside wow, down to an M. Wow, it over? Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that a thing that they do? Well, it was a Winchell's, and they changed They just flipped the W. And lost an M. Mitchell's. That's amazing. That's like when you go into a restaurant, and you're like, Oh, this used to be a Taco Bell. Like it's got the arch, the brick arches. Yeah. Well, my favorite was still it. on the corner. It's now a Petco. I think we've talked about this in a previous podcast, John. From La Brea. It was on Hollywood and Western, or maybe mm. Sunset and Western. There was a tiny little food stand with a giant, like, cement hot dog. So it's clearly a hot dog stand at one point. Yeah. But like the last. 10, 12 years of its life, on top of the, the bun, it was painted Thai food. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thai food. And I wish I tried it. Did Cuggert come and go, or is Cuggert still around? Well, I don't know what that is. Cuggert, yogurt. Well, it's like a... Oh, right. Tea. Yeah. No, it was I, on Hillhurst, I think. Yeah, Hillhurst and Franklin, just yeah. south of Franklin. It sounds awful. Cuggert, just the most disgusting Cuggert. word. They, like, invented a word that's disgusting. Like, so, cum and yogurt. Cum and yogurt. Cuggert. <laughs> Cuggert. <laughs> just like, that's our that's our dream, our family's dream. Just chugging oh. Cuggert. <laughs> chugging Cuggert. I'm a Cuggert dumpster. <laughs> Oh, I mean, how man. do you guys know each other? Like, what made you guys decide to start doing a podcast? Well, we um, we know each other from parties and stuff, I guess. Yeah, uh, like we, we have kind of figured out how we know each other the last podcast. There's no shortage of uh, shared friends between us. Right. Yeah, a lot of shared friends, and then we were at a party. And Zach was kind of one of the first ones up where I met you. Yeah. Right. And then the... Ackerman. Uh, Walliner was the... We were at a Jason Walliner party. We were at yeah. one of Walliner's parties, and we were like... Four loco? Two Johns don't make a right. And then we were like, let's do it. That's, that should be a podcast. And I was like, okay, that, that was funny. I had a couple of beers. That was a joke. And then now that's we're my doing whole it. life. Now this is our I'm whole gonna life. I'm going to turn left here because I don't know what happens. When I... We got the Virgil on the left. Good venue. Oh, and that's a billboard that I defaced with Brendan Walsh. Did you, you, you did? Not wow. that exact billboard, but that location. What did you, uh, what, what was it when you defaced it and what did you deface it with? It was a nationwide 4G, um, like, hey, we have all the best uh, bars or whatever, you know? And right. it had a phone on it at an angle and Brandon did all of it. All I, I was just um, one of his minions as usual. This is all his baby. Lookout. Right, right. He, uh, yeah, in Pemberton. Um, <laughs> he put up a thing so the screen read, your father passed away last night. And then someone saying, OMG, what? What? And I was like, 14 nationwide. <laughs> That's amazing. That is great. Brendan Walsh, the funniest. Yes, he is. His podcast, the World Record Podcast, is so funny. And Better I than listen, this? I listen to every episode with uh, Hellman and the B-Man. Wow. Um, by, the, by the way, the Virgil. this, baby. The Virgil back there, that clip, that's where... That was the club where Tenacious D in their early HBO shorts did all their shows. You see oh, them? Wow. You, each episode starts with them walking into a club, that club to play. That was the and Virgil. That was the Virgil. Wow. I forget what it was called. I it love was, that show. I, I will remember. Um, it was called... Hold on. The Mint? No. 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 
I could look it up, but I'm recording yeah. on my phone. Um, but I, I just remember it. I was in a really crappy band in the '90s that played there. Um, what was the What was the name? Perfume. Nice. <laughs> it's kind of good. I like that name. The songs were good. I wasn't a good bass player, but it was fun. Yeah. Um, it's on the tip of my tongue, the name of that place. But um, I had this some friends who I'm still friends with, and they were in a band called The Nukes up in San Francisco, and they came down here to play that venue. So, like, they drive down here, they stay in my apartment, and we go there the night of the gig to, you know, load in, and they're shooting a Tenacious D thing. They're like, oh, we forgot to tell you, uh, you're canceled. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> After they had driven down from San Francisco. Oh, wow, no. that's like getting bumped, but your whole... Yes. Your whole thing gets bumped. The but they got to see David bumped. Cross. He was there, so they were excited about that. One time I was going to do stand-up at the Improv, and I, like, waited there. I was really psyched, you know. I got I had just moved to L.A., and, and uh, all these comics went up. I was, like, working on my... So I was ready to go on, and Dane Cook <laughs> walked right by me. And the club, the, the manager goes, uh, sorry, man, Dane's going on. And I was like, oh, okay. And then Dane Cook did like an hour. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this is what it's like to get bumped. But also, what a treat for you. By Dane Cook. Yeah, it was cool to see Dane, and it was in his... Uh, you guys had just moved to L.A. at this point. Yeah, I remember you taking pictures. I remember meeting you because you took pictures at, at uh, Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah. Uh, Comedy Death Ray, rather, live show. And then yeah. um, and then I, through meeting you, I think I cast you, or I saw you do stand-up or something, and then I cast you in the human centipede anonymous oh my god smash. that's right that was so fucking funny it was pretty good yeah james urbaniak uh rob hubel you and me and we were we were victims we were three victims of a human centipede and it was uh and that <laughs> yes. human centipede parody got called out by the director of the writer director of the human centipede whose name is no. like mr x or some shit <laughs> he's like a piece of shit <laughs> but um uh, he called it out and he was like, I saw one funny parody, it was this one. And I was like, oh, right, no, that's cool. Lie. If the director likes it. Yeah, the whole premise was we were in a human centipede and we we're doing like group therapy and you and Hubel are pissed off at me because I was in the front of the yeah, centipede. Yeah, you got real food. And <laughs> I didn't have to eat <laughs> shit. Eat your shit and then I had to eat the shit of your shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then. It really is the best part. And then you. If you're up front, it's not so bad. To fucking make amends, you shit into a cup and made me eat it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God. I didn't remember that part. And yeah. And I wrote it. Wow. What a weird uh, thing. But that on normal street. We're wasting Steve's time. We're wasting... <laughs> Harry, Harry Walliner's time listening. Most <laughs> podcasts could be called... Yeah, I know. Harry is... Harry's crack. What's up, Harry? Harry. What's up to the whole Walliner clan? Jason, Harry, Zach. Four Loco. Four Loco. Remember when Jason had a Four Loco party? Like they bought up every. I had to miss I the didn't four know him, but I heard about that. Bought every. As soon as Four Loco got canceled or whatever, they. <laughs> or they discovered that it was poison. Yeah, they bought like every <laughs> available. Most bodies can't take this. They bought every available Four Loco in town and had a big party. That was the yeah. first I had heard of Jason Walliner. Um, and I was like, oh, that's interesting, but I'm kind of old, so, you know, I'm not sad I missed that. But then I heard that he was super into fireworks and uh, or, uh, 
friendship was formed. I didn't know that. Yeah. I actually, I have some pretty hardcore fireworks that he got me, and I just, like, I bought, I brought them on two camping trips, like, let's fucking do it, and then I just never do it, so, I don't know, maybe I'll give them to a kid. I have some, I'm the the type of guy who's like, okay, let's go to an empty, like, Costco lot so we don't burn anything down. Right. And I'm going to light it and run so we don't get in trouble. If I had a place, yeah, I would Jason's just, like, in his backyard, you know, with neighbors on both sides, just lighting off these giant fireworks, giggling uncontrollably. It's just pure joy. Yeah. Fireworks are, wow. Yeah, I was really, I went through a real period. And then there was like a period when I was in my 20s where my brother would go to this place, Blue Angel in Ohio, and take, we'd go to the beach on vacation. He would get uh, mortar shell fireworks. Like yeah. shoot oh my them into God. this and like, you know, do a real display. Yeah. How great is it when you're like driving cross country and you go into a state that has legal fireworks and you just see one of those big fireworks warehouses you're like yeah. well we're pulling over here yeah <laughs> it's, it's always on the it's always on the border like in nevada they yeah have like a yeah well there's that it's an indian reservation where they just sell tobacco liquor and fireworks they say and it's just and you can blow them up there on the premises because it's their land oh shit right that's awesome yeah it's like maybe a half hour outside of vegas Away from California. That's a cool thing to do. Go, <laughs> go blow up some fireworks on. Well, on but I mean, it's just—it's not sacred. I mean, they don't pretend it is. It's just no, like an empty giant dirt lot where you can't hurt anything. It's—it's it's really heaven. It's heaven. <laughs> <laughs> fireworks lovers. It's—it's it's a fireworks lovers paradise. My my wife was uh, a victim of my love of fireworks. We were uh, doing a road trip through Maine before our first daughter was born. And it's just what Steve said. It's just like warehouse after warehouse. It's like, ah, I gotta stop. Like with the like, inflatable gorilla out front, you know, yeah. TNT in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is you. And we blew some stuff up that was so loud. This and could be you. So crazy. And also, Maine has like those dumb rules where it's like, it's not statewide. It's like county by county or even city by city. Yeah. Really? So we had to drive like 15 minutes to a city where I wouldn't get in trouble. Is that why Maine's weird? Maine's weird. When I, no offense to Maine. We want our listeners in Maine to know that we love you. <laughs> hey, but here's weird. what's weird about it in a lovely way is there's roadside blueberry stands everywhere that are unmanned. And it's like, you know, whatever, 3 or $4 a basket. There's a box to put the money in that does not have a lock on it. So you stop, put your money in a box. There's like 40 bucks in there. No one's stealing it. It's like we trust you to do this. It's heaven. Oh, no one will steal the blueberries. I'm saying a lot of things are heaven, but fireworks and blueberries. How crazy was it last year, like right when the pandemic first started and like a month before 4th of July even, just every night it was fireworks. Do you remember that? Like, Yeah, my neighborhood was nuts. It was insane. Like for a month leading up to 4th of July and then like another month after. And here's my big question about that, especially during the pandemic. I'm a fireworks enthusiast. Those things are not cheap, you know? No. So, like, suddenly yeah. everyone has had extra firework money during a pandemic? <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe they had, they had them stored for, for Fourth of July. I think Antifa too. was giving them out to people. <laughs> but, like, June is firework. Like, June through Fourth, f- through, like, the 15th of July is, like, all fireworks all the time. Like, there's just a little spike on the Fourth. Now I want to do some fireworks off. I know. Do some be. fireworks do off? Do some fireworks off. Blow, blow off some fireworks. We're making a left here. You know, maybe Third Street. one of our future Third podcasts Street. could be in the evening. 
Now that it's daylight savings time, which sucks, by the way. Four it fucking sucks. Like it's dark at four. Maybe we could do that. I have some Roman candles. I have a small cake or two. We should really have a vote uh, on on daylight savings. By the way, it's the one thing that I, I think, think we both did vote agree. on it. Yeah, California did, and we don't want it. Yeah, but it's seen. Yeah, nobody wants it. Even the dipshit Marco Rubio doesn't want it. Rubio? Yeah. Wow. Like he was like clamoring about that during the Trump administration, just so he wouldn't have to like talk about the Trump administration. <laughs> He's the biggest puppet on earth. I think Arizona cool. doesn't have daylight savings. They either. don't, but they don't also celebrate Martin Luther King Day, or maybe they do now, but they didn't. Arizona. So yeah, yeah. they're, they're back. They don't have. Yeah, they're all, they're savings. all mained out. It's county to county whether murder is legal. <laughs> legal. <laughs> they're mained out. They're all mained out. Um. What are you guys doing for the holidays? <laughs> <laughs> We're crossing Virgil. This is Two Johns Don't Make a Right with a guest Steve Agee. Thanks so much. <laughs> Steve, you want to start? I'm going to my brother's house for Thanksgiving. I mean, he that? lives in Irvine, so it's oh, that's easy. It's an hour drive. I, I've always been fortunate because I'm, like you, I'm from Southern California, so it's... I don't have to deal with getting on planes. Although now that you're married, you probably do have to deal with that occasionally. Yes, but it's to Atlanta, which you know is not a bad place to visit whatsoever. That's an easy flight. Yeah, yeah easy that's, flight. That's good. Pittsburgh used to be a hub, so it used to be one flight, and then they stopped being a, a hub. And who who so were they a hub flights. for? Delta? They were a tub. A tub. <clears throat> they were a, a hub for uh, Delta. Uh, that's getting edited out. Yeah, that's a big edit there. No, no tubs up in here. Mark um, that. But Delta, yeah, Delta. there were Delta for a while, and it was beautiful. And now it's a, it's always a, a double flight. It's like they finally figured out, like, remember back in the day, like, pre-9-11, you could fly direct anywhere, and the planes were always half empty, and you could just, like, sleep oh. in a whole row. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then, like, oh, we should just do half the flights and cancel everybody's flight, and... Anytime you're flying from like Bob Hope Airport in Burbank to San Francisco, and this happens a lot, they'll like, you'll be waiting for your flight, and then all of a sudden it'll be like, ah, this flight's canceled. Well, we've got room on the next one. Yeah. It's always because there aren't enough people, and they they all they'll always say it's weather, but it's not. It's money. Right. Right. Or, I thought you were going to go the other way with it. I've been on several the flights money. where they're like, we need four volunteers to get off this flight. We oversold it. It's like, that's yeah. on you. Yeah, that's not our fault. Why are you selling tickets when the flight's full? Yeah, it's, they do any number of shady things. It's so shady. Just like, yeah, we oversell, they oversell every flight. What's your guys' opinion on the TSA? I love it. <laughs> Make it more. Do more. <laughs> Two people should grab my testicles. I, I'm pre-checked, so it's... I am too. I'm pre-checked too, yeah. But... As long as I don't have to take my shoes off, it's... Exactly. Moment. Yeah, that's the only or pain take in your ass. computer out. And... Whenever I complain about it, people always say, like, well, what do you want? You just want to have nothing? It's like, no, I want to have exactly what we had on September 10th, 2001. Just add to the no-fly list uh, items uh, box cutters. Yeah. And then keep going. Just that. That's that all one it step. was. Yeah. That was like, oh, yeah, no. it's all it's all just psychological like uh, interference. Well, There's everyone... running psychological interference so people feel like they're doing something and that yeah. has become 
a little police force of stupid oh, people. Oh, absolutely no. <laughs> it really is equivalent of like a seven-year-old with a sheriff's badge. Yeah. Like, oh, you're a big policeman, aren't you? Yeah, it's incredible the people that they're like, I'm going to search you now. You're like, whoa, man. But it's so crazy like how <laughs> uh, half of our country now is talking about you know, losing control and personal freedom and all that. It's like, we just gave that... And, th- and they were all fine with it because it's like, oh, security. I guess, you know, it's, it makes sense because it was kind of rooted in a little bit of racism. It, yeah, it definitely was, yeah. But, yeah, it's just such a waste. And all they do is steal... Like, they've never stopped any plot. They just steal people's iPads. <laughs> yeah, well, have you been robbed by the, uh, the people behind the belts? The luggage belts. Oh yeah! Like they search your bag and take shit. They take yeah. all the shit and then they leave a slip that's like we search your bag. That's insane. Um. Anyway, that's my soapbox. Yeah, I just want them to beef it up and just make it more <laughs> more intense, <laughs> and for people to scream at me more. They always have one guy that's like designated to stand in the middle of the floor and go like, "Take your shoes off!" And he's always oh yeah, make razzing it his buddies. He's going, "Okay, these guys are taking their shoes. All right, come on, <laughs> fucking dickhead." Yeah, <laughs> comedian. Yeah. Have you guys ever flown on Jet Suite X? No. Yes. To Vegas, yeah. Yeah, Steve. It's, it's so easy. They go it's to the great. Bay Area. It's not much more expensive than the Southwest. Maybe, uh, maybe it's like a couple hundred bucks more. But it's like is you that the walk one where you can have sex on it? I mean, yeah, it's plane triple that. <laughs> Wait, so it's like pr- it's private. It's it's kind of like private. Se- they call it semi-private, but really what it is is a small plane that goes from a hangar. And it's like if you go to Vegas, it's like 150 bucks, and it's like oh. you just drive into a parking spot and walk into a hangar and walk onto your plane. It's yeah. worth so it. Easy. Oh my god. They, they do um, swipe your bags looking for any sort of explosive residue, which I'm fine with, but they don't there's no x-ray, there's no taking off your shoes, there's none of that. You can get there 15 minutes before your flight. Yeah. It's, it's really nice. It's like one of your favorite shows, Steve. LA to Vegas. <laughs> Is it fa- are they faster planes? Are they like... No, nah, it's about the no, same. No, it's like it's, it's pretty much the same. They're yeah. like 30 seaters. Oops. Oh, I love that. And they go to the Bay Area, too. Oh, my God. I'm doing that next yeah. time. Sketchfest. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Absolutely. You got to Sketchfest. Yeah. Is that going to happen in this year? It is. I'm, uh, they're announcing the lineup on Friday. When is, when is it? Summer? It's January. January. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I'm doing a show with Puddles. Nice. Oh, you got a show? Yeah, I'm doing one with Puddles and Dave Hill. Nice. That's fantastic. I, I saw Puddles. Puddles. I saw, like, he was performing in Vegas. Oh, yeah, he had he a like, residency. He was, like, facing... He, there was, like, a glass window, and I just looked in and watched him perform for, like, yeah. half an hour. I'm not turning on Whitmer, because I don't know what it is. Yeah, we're turning left on uh, Whitmer. And third. W-I-T. No H in Do you know Puddles, Steve? I do, yeah, yeah. We're talking about Puddles the, the Clown. Puddles Pity Party. Puddles Pity Party is his show. And he's a great singer, operatic. He really is. Incredible, yeah. yeah. Uh, John Hamm, if I may drop a name, took me to see um, Eels. Eels. And they opened up, and I was like, wow. That's where I met him. At that show. I was oh, there yeah, with I you see, guys. That's yeah. right. Who opened that's up? That's how I know you. Puddles opened for the Eels. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. They, he used to tour with them a lot. He was on America's Got Talent or something? Yep. And he came out and sang, I forget what he sang, he sang some pop- Chandelier. Yeah, Chandelier. Oh, right, he He killed it. Chandelier, and he like, 
you don't think he's going to be brilliant, and then he is. He's kind of like the uh, Susan Boyle yep. of being dressed like a clown. <laughs> you just don't think clowns are going to be that good. He's very good. That bus driver gave me some business. I gave it right back. Yeah, that bus driver... Bus drivers just... First of all, they cut... Like, they, they're just like... It's legal to cut people off. Sure. These fucking bus like, drivers. Like, puddles, I would say... Like, I thought, oh, this is just going to be more gimmick than anything. But it, it's not. He delivers. Yeah. Like, Marilyn Manson's all gimmick. And yeah. Then, and then horrible, horrible things he does to people. He does horrible things to people, and his gimmicks... Uh, sucks oh, because are we gonna be fucked here, John? Music sucks. We're not. No, we're gonna have to go left on the same street we were just no, on eventually. Yeah, well, we're going left on Columbia. We just I could go straight down here. Oh, John, yeah. don't get us into this. Look at this truck, this landmark. Wow, that's incredible. Whoa, it's a van truck. Wow, we gotta take a picture. Uh, we gotta take a picture of that. Okay, I'll back up. Steve, can you take a go picture ahead. of that? Wait, I got it, I got it. I can't, I'm recording. This van is a truck van, and it's it's a it's a landmark? It's a Chevy landmark, yeah. Wow, incredible. Chevy landmark. All right, we're good, we got it. You got it? Yeah, this guy just watched us the whole time. Oh, did he, uh, <laughs> yeah, was yeah. he the owner? I think for a private Maybe. Detective. That was a badass vehicle. See, there's some lines here that imply no turning left, but guess what? This is two Johns don't make a right, and I gotta do what I gotta do. Yeah, we're not gonna go straight you're, here. You're clear on the right here. Watch these two cars get out of my way. Oh, thank you, sir. Hell yeah. All right. That was illegal just, and dangerous, but we did not break our rules. We just went in a circle. <laughs> but not on square. purpose. We went in a square. But with with wanderlust in our hearts. Yeah, like yeah, just, it was very spontaneous. Word to the wise: don't turn left on Whitmer. Yeah, we're not yeah, it's using not the Google Maps. It's not the destination; it's the journey. Yeah, absolutely. school apparently just let out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're tons near of LA kids City College, I think. Are in, you know, like is this going to put you on the freeway, John? No? I think it won't. We're all good to get on the get on the freeway. Yeah, I guess that's right. Well, do you? How do you look at exiting a freeway on the right? That's the thing. Is that's, that a right we've turn? We've done that, and it's fine. If you have to exit a freeway, free merging is all good. I think you have to be able to. Merge. I'm just trying to avoid it because it, it just feels dirty to me. Yeah, it's not pretty, but we're not going <laughs> to end the podcast. Yeah, when we have to turn right, we just shut off the podcast. It's hazy, right? And then we curse. It is hazy. It's like smoggy. Is it marine layer? I think that's. I hope. Is marine layer just smog? <laughs> I thought it. <laughs> I think it's like I thought it, condensation. I also always wanted there to be fog. a weather person named Maureen Layer. Oh my god. Maureen Layer. That's there's good. One, what like, was who the guy? There's one called like Johnny Thunderstorm or something. Johnny Mountain. Yeah. Is there Johnny Mountain? We got Rick Dickard out here. He's fantastic. Dallas Rains. We, we've got Dallas, Dallas Rains. Is, that's that's, that's, that's my favorite Guns N' Roses song. Dallas Rains. <laughs> <laughs> such a Guns N' Roses song. <laughs> oh man. Wow, wow, wow. I told this to Bailey last time. When I got my first motorcycle in 2001, I came here to learn how to ride it because downtown was a ghost town. Yeah, on Wait, the weekend. Wait, how many motorcycles have you had? Just two. Wow. One, like a 31, one at 41. Now I have an e-bike. 
This guy's got like a itches. Yamaha speed bike next to us. He's bopping around to his music. He just looked at us. Hey, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck you, man. Let's fight this guy on the podcast with our phones recording. There's brass fuck knuckles you. back there, too. There's brass knuckles in your car? Holy shit. Oh, my Those God. Are illegal, they were a gift. Still wow. illegal. We got. Oh, my God. Brass knuckles. You have the penis uh, of Elf stem cap and brass knuckles back there. A something duster. What are they called? Buster duster. Knuckle duster. Knuckle duster. Wow, these are heavy, dude. There's Angel's Flight over there on the left. I love oh, this. Yeah. It's like a double. Look at this. Steve. Should I try her left hand? Look at that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, two knuckles. Two knuckles, and you, and you not. I'm taking a picture of that. Fuck it. Yeah. <clears throat> Take pictures. Evidence. <laughs> yeah, evidence. Um, my friend who gave it to me, who I won't name, Kevin Sesha. <laughs> Bottom, yeah, and he has some too. Uh, but um, and we call ourselves the Brass Knuckle Boys. Um, oh, that's a wow, great that's your like name. That's your gangs in New York. But he yeah, bought them yeah. online as a paperweight, so that's how they got away with it. And there's Angel's Flight. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Angel's Flight, the dumbest thing. They make like a <laughs> uh, if you play like L.A. Noir, Angel Angel's Flight is there in its kind of like original yeah. form. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it makes sense, but like now it, it's such a small. It was right. like demonstrating. It's like a demonstration of the potential of a funicular. It's not like, because I grew up in Pittsburgh and the, the funicular scene there is off the chain. For those listening that don't know the definition of funicular, I mean, I know it, but you should clear, clear it up, John. Um, <laughs> funicular is a thing that was invented like in the 19th century that yeah. is a train car, car that yep. goes up a very steep mountain. Originally, they were, I think, originated on the east coast or maybe somewhere else yeah. and they are for they were like for miners, miners in pittsburgh yep. to yep. like go up the mountain and there's one called the duquesne incline yep and it's a famous pittsburgh thing but it like goes up a mountain and angel's flight is just like look at what we it's can an do. escalator yeah but here's what i want to add i think i could be wrong that the funicular operates on gravity, like the one going down pulls the one going up. That's right, yes, that has something to do with it. And if you oh. watch the show Perry Mason, the yes. remake, Perry Mason, episode I think one. Nate Cordry has a very harrowing scene on Angel's Flight. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's a good show, by the way. Loved Perry it. Mason remake. Loved it. Didn't think it was going to be good. It was pretty good. My in laws are all over it, it. And they were so excited. The house next door to Sarah's. Is featured in a Perry Mason. Whoa! Yeah. Wow! Cool. Um, so there's that little tidbit for Harry. Cool. Ter Harry, what's up? <laughs> Congratulations on your wedding. Harry had a fantastic wedding. It was Harry a great wedding. And Olivia got married, and it was so much fun. Congratulations to you both. Yes. It was so fun, and it was a good vibe. Where'd you get them? Um. Interesting question. Thank you so much for that question. I haven't gotten them. This matter says you have a year. I got him a Roomba. So you have a year. Oh, Who's you got Harry, a Harry and Olivia wow. who? Harry oh, Styles. Is, no, Harry Walliner. Oh, Styles, I thought you were saying Harry Styles and Olivia. I would much rather know Harry Walliner than Harry Styles. But I'd rather I'd, I'd rather hear Harry Walliner sing Watermelon Sugar than Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against Harry Styles. He just doesn't seem like someone I'd want to ride around in a car with and talk about. That's I true. bet he's perfectly charming. Walliner? 
No, Styles, you know? <laughs> oh, Harry Walner's like beyond. And he's like a ultra nice guy. Yes, of course. I'm kidding. We've now gone from Koreatown to Chinatown. Yes, and I'm feeling good about this. I think I can turn left on what will eventually be sunset up here. Cesar Chavez. Yeah. LA's yeah. a lot like Epcot Center in that <laughs> It's really from Korea to China to Thailand yeah, really yeah. fast. Um, in Chinatown is my favorite French dip place. Philippe's. Yep. In fact, that's it right there, isn't it? Man. Uh, yeah, is it? Right there? Philippe's is no, so Philippe's good. Philippe's is right off of there. Alameda. And are they the ones that are like, we invented the fucking French dip. Yes, it's, it's the same them thing and Coles. It's the same thing as the Philly, the cheesesteak. And by the way, like, what are you bragging about? I don't uh, think you want to turn left here, John. Well, I, I'm, I'm in it now. No, you I mean, can you, can, you, you can right. go straight. I'm gonna let this guy go. You can go straight. Yeah, you don't want to turn left here. This I just meant traffic lines. That would have fucked us. Pip Wuhong is right there. But yeah, I did a taste test one President's Day with my friend Tom. We went to Cole's for lunch, nice. threw back some beers, walked around downtown, then went to Philippe's for dinner. I'm just gonna say it, Philippe's is better. Hear that, Cole's? I like I like Cole's. Cole's I love them both. I love them both. Here's Cole's like. atmosphere is better. Cole's atmosphere and entire vibe is better, and yes. Philippe's actual uh, French dip is better. Yes. There's a scene in L.A. Confidential in Philippe's. There is? Yeah, it's like a murder scene. That'd be a bunch a of cops movie. got Philippe's shot. Philippe's versus Cole's. I want to watch it. <laughs> I love that movie. Philippe's is like, we invented the French at the... You know? <laughs> and then Cole's like, oh, get out of town. Fuck you! We did a fuck you. They bomb Philippe's. Um, I might go get on that 110. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. How are we doing on time? 207. Oh, we're we're good. We're good. I never really saw Cesar Chavez. Me neither. I think we went over it. You are a hundred percent right. Yeah, it turns into sunset, but we, we went over it. And keep in mind, so, we can do a U-turn. As long as we're doing the left. We can. Yeah. It's not my favorite thing, but you maybe turns? I'll do it. Well, you have what? a big car and the turning radius is... is fantastic. First of all, now I just want to show you how good my turning radius is. Is it really good? It's amazing. What is this? A Chevrolet? Trailblazer. Trailblazer. Shout right out to now. Chevy. Are you a Chevy guy? <laughs> you know what? I, I fancied myself one, but I'm getting a Toyota Sienna, so I guess not. What's a Toyota Sienna? The minivan. Okay, nice. He's a family man now. Yeah. Get row. Family man. Well, Get this, that. We already missed the five. No, it's coming up there. No, we we're now we're on the one ten. Yeah, there. A road that was built. We talked about this in the last podcast. Buster Keaton. Yeah. The great train robbery. Uh, made a train track and put the train on it for that movie, and then that turned into the one ten. Yeah, it was built in a time where you could actually just use stop signs to get onto the freeway. Yes. Yeah. And now it's a complete nightmare trying to merge with a stop sign. Yeah, I think you can merge from this carriages. this lane, John. You can? I think so. Now I know where I am. Yeah, this is Dodger Stadium stuff now. Um, yeah, and do you remember uh, a friend of ours uh, who worked with us on the Sarah Silverman program drove a doorless vehicle and yeah. threw himself out of one of those off ramps that are like yep. 10 miles an hour but he threw himself oh because he got in an accident or? no he no, just took the g-forces threw him out of his car <laughs> Centrifugal oh force. my so he fell onto the 110 well i think into some bushes oh and then man. he still insisted on doing his own stunts <laughs> he, he did do his own stunts 
yeah, there was an episode where uh, Adam Scott guest starred. Oh yeah, when Brian and Steve had Breve. Baby yeah. Robot. That one's still making. You know, Rob sold Breve on eBay. I know, I saw that. Rob Schraub? Yeah. Wait, what's Breve again? Brian and Steve's baby. <laughs> oh, right. We made a robot, ah. and then Brian prays to the devil and brings it to life. Oh, that's and great. And it kills a bunch of people. <laughs> I always wondered why my parents never watched that show. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wrote the uh, theme song. God, what'd you think of that theme song I just played? I loved it. It's yeah. Incredible. You don't expect me to sing any of it, do you? No, I think it's I funny if sing. I sing it, and it's, yes. my name is John, and my name is John. It's one guy singing it. Yes. It's brilliant. Yes. That's the twist that brings the proves the rule. It does the, <laughs> it does the thing. It's the intro. By the way, I would not turn know. left on this street, John. I would not either. You'd not turn Dodger left. Stadium. Yeah, not? the only way out would be to make right. Um, probably. You can go by the police academy, but we'd go back to where we were. Yeah, and if you go by the police academy, you, you might run into that sound effects dude and. It, Michael Winslow. He'd uh, Winslow. make you feel like the cops were following you because he could do the siren so good. Yep. <laughs> Is this the Elysian? That's the Elysian right there. Oh. Tonight, the slam. They Seven. call this Frogtown? Oh my god, yeah. it's so nice. The I thought Frogtown was super nice. No, this is Frogtown. That's nice. You know, there's that scene in Pulp Fiction where. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, I always feel like it's around here. That it's on. It is up ahead. Bruce Willis is hunkering down with his girlfriend on the motor. He has the guy's motorcycle. His head motorcycle. When they pull out of the hotel onto uh, the right. street, it, like it's this. The, it is this street. Is it right here? It's it's up a little ways. After he uh, does the Zed thing? Zed's dead, baby. Is it yeah, Zed? If we keep going straight, we'll, I'm we'll gonna, go right I'm going to shoot that down on Riverside. That's Tarantino. Yeah. No, no, okay. no. Riverside. This should be on Riverside. Okay. Okay. This is the special case. He did True Romance too, right? That he was, wrote it. He wrote it. He wrote True Romance. Because they cheated yeah. the Safari Inn in Burbank to look like it was on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, it's Oh, yeah. Michael Rappaport, Christian Slater. Bronson Pinchot. Bronson Pinchot's great. He's Bronson great. Pinchot's great. I love Bronson Pinchot. All the cocaine. Cousin <laughs> Balky. Balky. Cousin Balky. And he's just Balky. Cousin Larry's cousin Larry. Oh, that's right. He's Balky. just Balky. Just Balky. He's just Balky. Please, my father was cousin Balky. Just call me Balky. <laughs> I am just here Balky. Been a mistake too. Yep. Well, this rules. I mean, this is going well. Steve, what do you think of this podcast? Is this something you'd listen to? Yeah. That's not true. I will listen to it. Yeah, no, it's good because it's just, we're hanging. That's the thing. It's like, people want to just hang out, you know, and that's what we're doing here. That lady has a lot of tattoos. Whoa, yeah. she had wrist tattoos. Like leopard. Like leopard spots. Complicated lady. I hope she has those leopard spots she everywhere. Might she might have. <laughs> and uh, she's one of the Jim Rose weirdos. Jim Rose sideshow circus. <laughs> Or what would be the new version of that? I mean, I guess it's just jackass. But there was that thing in the 90s, Jim Rose. Oh, yeah. I saw that in, like, 1990. Well, that was so a little more hardcore than jackass. Yeah, they did Lollapalooza. Yeah. I mean, they were, like, hanging cinder blocks from their ding-dongs. Nuts, yeah. Wait, that was more hardcore than jackass, you think? Oh, yeah. I do. I, I jackass think they were, like, is pretty hardcore. Steve-O puts the fish hook. 
mouth, and then oh. you're right. It's a close second, but Steve-O alone is pretty. He's done some rough stuff. Jackass did like fun things, not just being that. Like, that bridge down there is right where they pull out of the the hotel. Really? Wow. Yeah. Zed's dead, baby. I haven't been here in a long time. I guess they're building more apartments. I want to have a little pot belly. Oh, yeah, you can have the pot belly, yeah. My name is Fabian. (laughs) Fabian. Don't do that mongoloid voice. Yeah, they pull out right next to that bridge. Come on, baby, I love you. Come on. Bruce Willis. I love being called a beautiful tulip. I want a pot belly. Why do you want a pun? You want some pun? I want the pun. <laughs> wow, it is hazy, man. You can't see the mountains. A friend, yeah. my friend Kristen, we were at Groundlings together, and this was like right after Kill Bill had come out. She went to the Grove to do some shopping. She pulls into the parking lot and sees the pussy wagon Whoa. from Kill Bill. And she's walking around the Grove, and she sees Quentin Tarantino, and she walks up to him, and she's like, Oh my God, I loved your movie. She's like, I'm a huge fan. And she said he was super nice to her. And he, he's like, oh, what do you want to do? He's like, I'm just shopping and you're walking around. You want to walk around? Like not creepy or anything. He's like, let's just hang out. Yeah. She's like, all right. And so they walked around. They went into like Nordstrom's and he's like, hey, let's, uh, let's register. Let's do a bridal registry. <laughs> and so they created a whole bridal registry and, um, and then he left. Wow, that's great. And I have also, I've since seen the pussy wagon up at the Starbucks on Barham and Coenga. Does he still drive it, do you think? I think he does. This was just like yeah. four years ago. Steve, I feel like you have a lot of stories like that that you're holding back on this podcast. Yeah, what's another story, Steve? Of like run-ins with celebrities? Yeah. Not even that, but just like the fun, like, oh, let's register. I once saw Lou Reed on the street in uh, the East Village. And Ooh, that's I was cool. Like, Lou Reed, that's definitely him. And then I kept looking at him. And then he walked by me, and I was like, damn. That's like the most <laughs> That's it. New York thing ever, though. Everybody sees Lou Reed once, yeah. I was once driving down Sunset. This was like probably 2008 or nine. When did Sarah get that apartment over in West Hollywood? That it would was have like been like... Seven? Eight? Yeah. It was before... Yeah, it was like... I would say 2007. I just left Sarah's apartment, and I was driving to the valley... And I was going down Sunset, and I was passing the old Tower Records. It was on my right. And as I'm driving by, I look over, and David Lynch is sitting in a chair in the parking lot, right on the corner, and there's a giant dairy cow standing next to him. Whoa, like and a real cow. Yeah, he was, wow. cam- he was doing some kind of weird campaign for Inland Empire, the movie. Oh, and I, yeah, I, yeah. I like, Dern was there with that cow one time. Yeah, and I, I went like two blocks and I was like, I'm going to be really bummed if I don't stop and go back there. And so I, I just pulled over and parked, grabbed my camera, ran down there, took a bunch of photos of him and asked him if I could take a photo with him. And he's like, yeah, sure, of course you can take a photo with me. And I, I have these really <laughs> great it. photos. Also, the, the coolest thing is he's sitting there with a cow. And there's a giant going out of business sale on Tower Records. Oh, oh wow, really? Yeah. It was Damn. just before it closed. That was a great documentary that uh, Colin Hanks, is that who made it? Yeah. yeah. That was, I love that documentary. It is great. Tower Records. Classic. Anyone else, Steve? Come on. 
Uh... <laughs> Come on, baby. We're the best. Uh... Steve, why don't we tell a story of the time you go? Yeah. <laughs> I can't set it up like that. I, uh... I, even... <laughs> I have nothing. No. Um... Steve, how did... we met because of Sarah, right? Clearly, you're one of those people that I don't remember meeting. Wait, it Steve, just feels like about, I've known you for you. forever. Talk about John Cena, Steve. Your friends, your good friend. Oh yeah, your good friend. John well, Cena. I did the Suicide Squad with John Cena. That's right. Yeah. We started to talk about this before. He's great. And then He's last <laughs> last fall, James called me. James Gunn called me and said, "Hey, I'm just so you know, I'm writing a spinoff of the Suicide Squad movie for Cena, and uh, and." I want your character to be a regular in it. and Amazing. Not King Shark, but the John Economist. And uh, so we went in December. I drove up to Vancouver, and we shot there for seven months. You and Cena. Me and Cena. Uh, Danielle Brooks from Orange is the New Black. Hell yeah. Jennifer Holland, who's also in Suicide Squad. Uh, this guy, Chuck Iwuji, who was incredible he's like a theater actor like he's a proper amazing actor and um everyone's a proper yeah. amazing actor. no not really not me no well it you're just, proper yeah you're proper i'm proper you're not proper. amazing, yeah, amazing. Proper. but jody hill directed one of the episodes oh That's awesome fun. whoa Whoa, lots of crows just flew in front of the car <laughs> we almost got hit by crows two crows That's, i think it's good luck it is two crows is luck die? Three crows, it sucks. Yeah, I'm really proud of this last left I did. Ginger Baker? Yeah, this, this is a good one, dude. This was a beautiful left and a left. It was a, it, it was a left and then a banana. I never saw this one coming. This was a great left. I knew it. Wow, look at this it. little. I, I never go on that street because why would I? But yeah. Yeah, this is a well-packaged little turn. And we can actually just keep that in mind <laughs> for the future. <laughs> wow, Scientology cops everywhere. Yeah. By the celebrity center. Remember when that guy went in there with a samurai sword? Really? Oh, yeah. And they were shot. like, hey, put your sword down. And he wouldn't, and they shot and killed him. Oh, did they? Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, if you're Justifiable. trespassing I get it. I get it. with a weapon. Yeah, he's about to, he has a samurai sword. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta at least take him out, you know, take out his legs. Maybe don't kill him. Yeah, maybe knees. don't kill him. Unless you want to send a message, which I imagine they did. I just have to think. Personally, if I were to go on someone else's property wielding a sword, yeah, that I might get in some trouble. I'd be surprised. You I know, they gave, if they the gave him a warning, they were like, "Put down the sword." I know it's something <laughs> I'm always studying with the celebrity center, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> starting shit with those guys. That's the last people I'd want to start shit with. Weren't you at the Celebrity Center on January 6th? <laughs> it was the ce Celebrity Rection. Yeah. It was the Celeb Insurrection. <laughs> Tom Cruise, John Travolta. The new Broncos, by the way, I love them. I love them. I wish I fit in them. Whoa, look at that. Are they small inside? Just not enough headroom for this old <sighs> giant. Bummer. Good Broncos. You think there would be for me? There might be. How Although tall we have about the same. I'm 6'6". Six, six. What's your inseam? 34. Oh, well, no, that's a bad thing, I think. Your inseam is 34. Yeah. Mine's either 34 or 36, depending on the pant. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think we're the long torso boys, so that doesn't help us in cars. No. I will say, speaking of, here's one more story. Speaking of Venice Beach, there was, there was a period 
probably about five or six years ago, maybe even a little bit more, where Fiona Apple was trying to convince me to go around. Here we go, right turn. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna okay, go, go straight. straight. Fiona Apple was trying to convince me to go around Venice Beach with her in the middle of the night, mm -hmm. putting stickers over the Slater Kinney road signs to make it say, uh, or a Abbott Kinney to make it say Slater Kinney. Oh, wow. Fun. I was like, did you do that? I was gonna say, why is she defacing Slater Kenny? But she wasn't. She no, was no, like she's adding to she wanted to deface Abbott Kenny. Wow. And I was like, all right, you That's make those stickers. Make those stickers, I'll do it. Hey, since we're up this way, I wanna make you guys look at the signs. There is this wonderful older man who passed away, but he was a very much a character. And this is his house. His, his widow still lives there, but look at the signs on his house. And I'm, I'm doing a U turn now, this so dude? it's not quite the same. Wait, what's it? <laughs> wow, this turning radius is amazing. Do not. Yeah, turning radius. Never mind the really? dog. Beware of owner. Does that Do not one. bother me with Hold on, let's get a problem. pick of this. Do, Do not, not bother me with park problems. Because <laughs> we're right near a park. And it's written like. Oh, man. A serial killer. Like people, people are probably knocking on our door going, Do you know what time this closes? Or... No solicitors. No solicitors. Wow, another left, and we're in John's driveway. And that is the thank you so much to Steve Ag. Steve Ag, guys. Yeah, two Johns don't make a right. We'll oh see you God. next time. Bye. Bye. Love you. Um, that house, that Barry Mason house, is yeah. owned by. Um, my name is John, and my name is John, and we ain't turning right all podcast long. Whoa, we're going left and straight. Whoa, the podcast is great. Whoa, cruising around LA, picking up friends on the way. Hey, hey, hey. Well, John is my friend, and now you are my friend, and we're doing it up, and then we do it all again. Whoa. Two Johns don't make a right.